Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast, are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said we're about to be unapologetically, undeniably black. Enjoy. So look man, I got I just got one question. How do you cope with your parents getting older? Hmm. Man, it's you know it's funny. Even that question is like it kind of hits you with the reality that you're getting older. <laughs> you know, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, I mean, here, here, I think we both are, what, 36, right? You're still 36. Yeah, 36. Um, and, you know, granted, you feel young. Mm-hmm. You still, you, I mean, I, honestly, like, no cap. Like, I, I look in the mirror half the time and I still see the 25-year-old Mark. Now, same, same. The rest of the world does not see the twenty-five, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you how I know. Like, I'm gonna tell you how I know. Um, you know, when you start getting called um, old man or like you OG. Know, OG. Oh. <laughs> the OG at the job, you know, or at the office, uh, you know, that's that's when it sink in. That's when it yeah. start hitting, like, oh, these. Yeah. I'm surrounded by some young folk. Right? It ain't me no more, you know. It, it definitely hit me when I'm um, cause you know the industry that I'm in and and outside of work, even at work, I started to notice it a little bit more too because those conversations start to to merge a little bit. Even though I'm like the really the younger guy at at my um, place of employment, yeah. you still kind of start to understand and sense like, oh man, we having the same conversations now. Like, it's not like, you know, but in the other field of work, I just, I, I, I don't see it as much as I used to because I'm not doing shows like, you know, due to COVID, but it's just so funny when I was doing shows, I would see how people are moving around and how they're acting. And it didn't hit to later on like, oh, they 22. Like, it's supposed to be doing, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it didn't, a lot of times it, it didn't compute because while I, I might look in the mirror and don't don't see 36, I know that I am 36. And so some of the things that, like, for example, if I got something going on, I'm, I'm there and then I'm back to the crib. Yeah. I ain't got time for the extra. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, it, you you might get around people who are like, oh man, let's do this, let's do that, and I'm like, no, I'm about to go back to the crib, like right. I'm done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's not even on some. It's not even about that I can't hang. It's like I don't want to hang. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's like I don't. You know, you start thinking logically about everything. It's like, okay, if we go here, I'm gonna spend fifty dollars here nice. on food and drinks. I was like, I got food and drinks at home. <laughs> <laughs> I can do something else with that fifty. No, no, you know? no, you'd be like, you legit be like, I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like no, like, I ain't got I'm no good. energy for that, bro. I'm going home. I'm going, yeah, I'm going yeah, home, you know. Yeah, so that that <laughs> that's so real though. That's so real because you you definitely it definitely takes being around a quote unquote younger 
demographic to truly understand that you are getting older, right? Yeah. Um, it definitely takes seeing that. Because I, I think, like you said, we sometimes we get in our own circles, our own head, and like all of us, like I, like I said, what you just said, I see y'all and I still see, yeah. you know, apartments off Windy Hill. Like I still... You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, yeah, it don't compute yeah. that. And then even if I go back and look at some pictures, I'm like, okay. I, I didn't. I, even though I've always wore a beard, I used to keep my beard like super low, so it wasn't like it's not a full. You know, you know what I'm saying. But now we right. all like legit got a beards, bro. Like, right. <laughs> you got right. you start seeing the 20 year old, the 22, 23, 24, 25 year olds, and no, bro, they they mustache and goatee or like. <laughs> you know real yeah. braids and all of that so yeah that's that that harsh reality like yeah okay i'm pushing for you i mean it, it changed for me or at least it hit i think it was about a week ago man where you know i was at the office and we you know we had, we got a lot of stuff going on right now during these times mm -hmm. you know families in need and, and you know trying to get resources out to folks and so a lot of shipments coming in, you know, it's holiday time. We do this big holiday giveaway thing. So, you know, it's boxes coming in. I'm hitting the door like, boom, boom, I got them, boom. You know, like UPS dropping off multiple things. I'm stacking the boxes up and trying to pick them all up together. You know, moving around like I still got a 25-year-old body. You know, mm -hmm. in my mind, I think I have a 25-year-old body. <laughs> next morning, bro. The next morning. Man, when I tell you, boy, I got out of bed. My back was hurting. <laughs> It hit real, you know, it it, it, it hit different, right? It hit really yeah. different. And, and, and it is a reality, you know, when you when you really sit back and think like, man, all right, I know we all see each other still as the homeboys from the cop, you know, from college, yeah. from Georgia State, you know, probably post college era, apartment era. Reality is we all married, most of us got kids, most of us married. Um, and you know, even just talking to my parents, it's like, man, these are different conversations that are happening right now, you know? Right, like, right. And granted, I'm usually running so much, so the, the times that I'm, that I'm catching up with my parents is generally speaking, they like, let me see the, let me see my grandbabies, you know? Right, so, right. That alone is, is just like, wow, this is crazy. Like, my parents are calling to speak to their grandchildren as opposed to us just chopping it up type of thing. It, it's it's funny you say that because uh, I was telling uh, Trina uh, probably a couple of weeks ago now, but she called her her mom and was trying to have a conversation with her mom, and the girls wanted to talk to grandma, and I told her I was like, no, you gotta call, you gotta talk to your mom like when they're not around, like that's just that's what I've learned, like in order to have a conversation with my mom, the girls have to be asleep. Because yeah. otherwise, it's like otherwise. they want to talk to her, or she wants to talk to them, type thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I have to I have to keep that in mind because if you don't, <laughs> it turns into like, man, I really just want to talk to my folks. Like, right. <laughs> like I know they call for the grandkids, but like, yeah, I kind of want to just talk to y'all, see what's going on with y'all. You know? So, yeah, I feel yeah. that. I it's, feel that wholeheartedly. It definitely just shifts the um, the reality, though, because. <clears throat> I was chatting with my wife the other day about this, and you know, we're getting up there in age, like, like, and it's not that we're old, but what I'm saying is like we're we're most of us, whether it's us or our wives, our 
you know, three, four years removed from 40, right? In that, that, that next decade. And what that means for us is our parents are probably close to 70, if not already 70. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I would say within that range, probably 62 and 73, 74, depending on, you know, how big our families were and all that. Now, I know Tori's got some older siblings and Corey has some older siblings. You know, right. I'm the only child, you're the oldest. You know, it's, but the reality is that man, our parents are getting up there, you know, yeah, man. and with that comes real life, you know, possibilities or, or yeah. put it like this, things could change pretty quickly, you know, for us. Um, and that's parents, whether they're going through health issues, that's, you know, just in general, um, you know, life expectancy. And, you know, most of them are hitting that age where, man, you know, the reality is at some point, it might be a little bit different. You know, we might yeah. be making those calls or, or, you know, life may change or even, even let's, let's just say even from a lifestyle standpoint, you know, you get to, you know, your parents get to the age where you start thinking about, okay, who's going to care for them? You know, mm-hmm. are they going to move in with you? You know, all of that. And so things, things can shift pretty quickly now. And I think it's probably just the reality that many of us probably have to face like even my dad, like, you know, he, he has some recent health issues. Um, you know, thankfully, you know, a few surgeries and some, some procedures and different things like that, things are kind of moving in the right direction. And then, you know, I mean, most of us probably have at least one parent where it's just a mystery, right? Like, like my mom, I never know how she's really doing. I just, yeah, I never know, bro. Like, like she never, tells me like i ask try to i try to ask as many direct questions as i can <laughs> you know mom have you been to the doctor yeah i'm going i'm going yeah i've been you know it's just i'm like mom like give me more and i never get more and so I, i've kind of just with her is more or less bruh if she's on facetime and she's smiling and i can see her i'm just gonna take yes. it okay otherwise i have no idea yeah that's, I mean, that that's a conversation in itself, though, bro. Like, especially in black communities, we are so tight lip on on what not only what we're going through, but especially when it comes to that health. Like, man, I mean, you know, like I'm dealing with an issue. Like, my God is has His hands on my dad right now. Like, it is, it is truly up to God what happens to my father right now, and. Yeah. That is one of those things. It's a reality of like, man, um, as a 36 year old man who truly loves his dad, like it is a reality that starts to sink in. Like, man, there's a strong possibility that my dad might not be be here. And you really start thinking about all kinds of things. I mean, you know, these past couple of weeks, Ron thought about everything from like, yo, like, who gonna walk my sister down the aisle when she get married? Like, I, I legit thought about this stuff, and it's crazy because I'm just now talking talking about it, and I haven't even um, expressed it. Like, Ace called me earlier, and we had a real good conversation, and he opened my eyes to a lot of stuff. And of course, my wife and I have talked, but I'm, y'all know I'm I'm a quiet person until I just I, I'm, I'm quiet, and then. When I'm ready to talk, you just need to be ready because, like, you're going to get it. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, I've I've had those thoughts. I've had those thoughts. It's like, man, 
that then I'm just thinking about like yo how my mom I'm, you know what what does she have to deal with and you start instantly going into me I've been going into like legit father mode which is crazy and Ace told me it was like look bro I understand all of that but you know that's just showing the type of character and the type of person you are but also you got to think about you too because you're think you're trying to think about caring for everybody else and like you got to think about caring for yourself too and, and you know it, it really was an eye-opening conversation because I haven't really took the time to think about me dealing with with you know with my dad's health yeah yeah I've, I've been like literally and i was talking to my wife about it i was just like yo i'm just thinking about like you know what my mom got to deal with what my, you know i'm thinking about everybody else you know what i'm saying and so let me, let me ask is, you though, like, yeah go ahead for, for somebody and, and, I, and first of all i appreciate you for like you know just kind of allowing this space to to share yeah you know yeah. i know and for our listeners, the reality is like, you know, Jimmy is dealing with a real situation where, yeah. you know, his father is, is, is pretty sick, you know, yeah. um, and, and things can change pretty quickly, I think, at any moment, for the better, for the better or worse, right? Right, you know, right, right. It just remains to be seen. And so um, at what point did you, because I mean, there's probably somebody out there who's facing something similar or has gone through. I, I, would, I would assume so. I would assume you know, something so. similar. Like, like, how did you reconcile that you know in this space where we still kind of like i mean we probably see our parents the same you know and mm -hmm. the reality is they're, they're getting older like at what point did that shift where you realize man like my, my parents are getting to that point where right you know um when my dad got sick the first time when he had his first like extended hospital um stay it it really sunk in that oh no my, my dad is sick you know what i'm saying like it you know how I, I i don't know about you but for me like growing up i never saw my dad go to the doctor like i, I remember my dad having um i remember my dad going to the the doctor or hospital twice the first time i can't remember what it was for but the second time i remember he and this was before all of the, the, the more recent things, but um, he had, he fell off a ladder and he tore some ligaments in his hand. So that, I remember that. I remember him wearing a brace and all of that. But outside of that, bro, I never, never saw my dad go to the doctor. None of that, right? Yeah. And so that time when he got sick and he was in the hospital for like a week, and I was just like, yo, like my dad is in the hospital like and you know how you go in there you're saying this was all pre-covid and all this so but you go and you see i was just like man like they are really helping my dad you know it, it's just that, yeah, that slow processing of yeah because for me my whole life i just seen my dad handle stuff you know yeah. what i'm saying like him handling himself him handling the family i saw that right yeah. And that was the first time where my dad was in a, um, I guess a helpless, a helpless state. And it was after he got out of the hospital and his condition changed to where it went from one day my dad was walking around, everything cool. And the next moment he had to have some assistance, like a, a, um, 
you know, like a little cart that he, you know, one of the, I forgot what you call it, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, right. when I saw him like that, that messed me up because I ain't never seen my dad not be himself. And that was even like prior to that, him being sick, it was like, all right, cool. I got to deal with this, but I'm still upright, you know, going to, and, and you know, it was that, it was prior to that he had that situation where it was like, okay, you can't work anymore. And it was like, oh, that's, that's, that's big telling, you know, you tell somebody that worked their whole life that, no, you can't work anymore. And he was like, what? But that wasn't, that didn't hit me as much as seeing my dad um, using a walker. That messed me up because it's just like, I ain't never seen him like that. And it was just like, like what's going on? And, and so in the midst of all of that stuff happening, we had some of our most real conversations, like conversations that we've never had. It wasn't no father, son. This was like grown man, grown man conversation. Just like, yo, pops, what's going on? Like, how you feeling? And for the first time, my dad was so vulnerable with me. He was like, man, I just need encouragement because everybody around me tells me what I need to do. And he was just like, he was, he was, I mean, Loki just, he was just depressed. Like you talking about a man that has worked his whole life and now he can't do it. And so things that he want to do, he just couldn't do it. And so he was really legit dealing with, even though he, he probably don't realize what that is and people around him, because you know how it is in the black household, we just don't talk about mental things. I recognize that, oh, my dad is depressed right now because he feeling less than as a man because he can't do the things that he's used to doing. You know what I mean? And so we had those conversations. It was just like, man, I appreciate it because this is the first time that someone has encouraged me to do something. And even like, and it wasn't even trying to throw my mom on the bus, but it was just like, all my mom knows is that he's Superman. Right. And that's the same thing all the kids know is that's Superman over there. So you know, my mom would tell her, like, oh, you need, you need to do this, you need to do that. And I don't think it really processed in her head. And, like, yo, he wants to do those things, but he's just feeling, like, super down right now. And he needed more than just to be told what to do. He needed, he needed a conversation about, like, we had a conversation where we was talking about, um, like, gardening, right? That's something my dad really taught me how to do, like, gardening and whatnot. And... He was like, yeah, man, I ain't been out in my garden in like, you know, like a month. I was like, dad, just, just go. Yeah. Like, even if you can't do nothing, just like roll yeah. back, back there and just go. Yeah. And, you know, I think in his head, he didn't even think about like, he was looking at the obstacle of not being able to do what he normally would be able to do in the garden. And my yeah. thing was like, while you can't do all of that stuff, you can still go. So just go, like, just go walk back there, just look at it, take it in and, and understand what that is. And that was a, that was like, probably, ain't a lot. I mean, I'm thinking about it, that's probably one of the best conversations we've ever had, like in life bro, in general, bro. Bro, you, you, you bring up a crazy point that I've never, ever considered. And it's what's going through our parents' heads during this mm -hmm. time. Like, cause for us, it's easy for us to think like, man, this is going to be interesting. Like, you know, my, my parents are getting to that age where things may change, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's health or whether it's, you know, 
if you have two parents still living, one passes on, you have to figure out, you know, how to care for the other, what's the best case scenario for them. But, you know, you're thinking about this internally with yourself. Like, what is this going to mean for my family? Is right, my right. dad going to have to move in or blah, 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 right? I never actually considered our parents are going through major shifts during this time, too, because they slowly but surely are probably in some kind of way seeing their bodies not being able to do what they normally do. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's their mind, you know, for some people, their, their minds go first. Um, you know, for some people, it's, it's just lifestyle, right? Like your, your ability to move or kind of do the things that you used to do. And we joke about it now, like, man, I pick some boxes up, my back is hurting. But no, like, legit, like, they are the age where body, you know, organs and, and parts start acting right. completely different or right, slowly, right. slowly shut it down. And there has to be some type of mental, you know, stress that comes with that. Because, you know, the reality, honestly, while it's slowly but surely sinking in for us, it's probably that much more blatant for them. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I, it's, it's interesting that you say that because, I mean, most of us probably, you know, pending the relationship we had with our parents, see them as a superhero. You know, we, we probably see, or even, you know, the spouse, or like whether it's your mom or your dad, they probably see each other in some capacity, mm-hmm. you know, as somewhat of a superhero. But as those things start, changing you know it just it changes the whole dynamic man and like i even i just think about my dad when you know when he you know this wasn't that long ago i think it's probably no more than you know maybe a little over a year ago even you know kind of had to be helped around a bit you know uh, had some bodily you know areas that that started you know just causing some challenges and you know he got to the point where, where it was just very weird to see it's like yeah. you look at you like, man, like you, you know, you you can't really move around the way that you used to, you know, mm-hmm. or you're dependent on something to, to do something that's, that's that's natural, you know, and it's just it blows my mind, but at the same time, it has to be tripping him out too, you yeah, know? because because yeah. he has to be sitting there like, man, like this could go one of two ways, right? Like, like this could be the beginning of really the end for. Or to some degree, it's probably what they're thinking. And even for my mom, it's just like her sitting by, you know, makes me wonder, like, man, what is she trying to process right now? Like, is she thinking about different options or different, you know, potential futures that are available to her right now? Like, let's say something happens to my dad, and definitely, you know, whether he needs long-term care or, or a nurse or, you know, whether he's, he's gone or something, you know? And it's, it's just like, man, it's, you have to start honestly we put it like this it's time for us in at this point just to really have those conversations with our parents first of all about you know hypotheticals like like what are what are we going to do as a family right if if a or b or c happens right 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 um because i just think it's important for us to, to know what the wishes of our parents are first of all but at the same time, like, you know, you got some serious conversations that you need to have with your parents about life insurance, about where important documents are, about, you know, just all of that, man. Because, I mean, I, you know, me and my wife were talking about it. We were like, man, there's so many questions that we have unanswered about our parents. You know, like, mm-hmm. like if something were to happen to them, if something were to happen to my dad, and I showed up at my mom's house to help her out, I wouldn't know where to start. You know, I wouldn't know what, what documents to pull up. I wouldn't know... You know, it's just, it would be, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, we, we need to know those things, 
you know. And so, uh, you know, for anybody out there listening, I think it's 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 hard conversations to have, but I think it's very important for you to pinpoint all of that information and, and to make sure you have it organized. Make sure that you know your parents know that you know everything that you need to know. To make sure that you communicate to them that you know if you have any questions, because uh, things can change very quickly, especially if you're not. You know, that's so that's so real. That that's so real, man. And that's that's something that in our community we have to we have to make that normal. We have to make that normal because it's not normal. It's just not normal. Like we just don't talk about we don't talk about finances number one in our community. Like that's just health insurance life insurance like those things disability insurance those three things man are like can set up a family can set up a generation or it can kill a generation that's so real and it really it really is like it's so much and i know depending on the type of people like i'll tell you how this conversation typically goes and well you know what not typically i'll tell you how this conversation went in my household me and my wife, we were getting stuff together. We were going through like uh, uh, Dave Ramsey classes and we started getting like, you know, trying to really get our finances on track, get out of debt, uh, pay off all these bills, get our insurance, everything, meet with financial advisors, all these things, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so we got all that stuff together. And the next piece was like, okay, you need to make sure your, your, your people, your, your, your parents got their stuff together. And so, you know, I go to my parents and I ask them like, yo, um, Y'all have uh, life insurance? It was like, yeah, we got it. But it was casual. It wasn't, it wasn't on the priority list. Because yeah. when you start think when you start talking about this stuff, unfortunately, people think that you're being pessimistic. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I don't want to talk about death. Like, why? No, I'm trying to live. Right. It's like, no, the thing is, if we don't have this conversation, we're we are dying. Right. Like that that is a, that is something that no matter how you want to put it. Bro, I don't care. Like, we are all, we, me and you are both Christian men. We have faith, all of that. The one thing that we know for certain, yeah. one day we clocking out of here. Like, that's just, if you don't know nothing else in life, one day you're clocking out. Like, that's what it is. So with something so certain as death, I don't understand why in our communities it's so hard for us to deal with that certainty. Like, yeah. we, we, and that, now I'm not talking about grieving or, or mourning or anything. I'm talking about the financial aspect. We have yeah. such a hard time just saying, like, you know what? You need life insurance. If you die today, what happens? We don't want to talk about it. Like, we just legit don't want to talk about it, bro. Like, and that has to, that's something that has to stop because, like you said, if something, like, right now, to this, what, we, what I'm dealing with right now, I don't know where nothing at for my folks. Yeah. Like, yeah. not, like my mom or my dad, Same. I don't know where nothing is at. I'm going to a house that, that has 20 plus years of living in. So you know what that looks like. 20 plus years of living is accumulation, right? Yeah. And my folks ain't the hoarders by no means of the imagination, but they got 20 plus years of stuff in the house and I don't yeah. know where nothing at. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, true. you know, that that that's one of those things, bro, like, and I, I'm so thankful that my wife is somebody who's like very organized and Same. to the point of like, nah, Jay, Same this is where everything is right here. Yeah. <laughs> no, 
even even in my wife, even to the point where she honestly is the the brains behind that type of information in this home, mm. you know. And it's just, I mean, and, and and let me say this too, like to to couples, uh, I think it's important for y'all to have those conversations, especially if you have children, you know, mm-hmm. because at any given point, and that's and that's the thing, JD. I think the the reason why we don't have those 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 conversations, especially in black homes, um, you know. It's very hard for us to face the reality that we can go, we can be gone in the blink of an eye. Yeah. You know, and that's, I mean, and, and, and that's really with anybody, to be honest with you. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We get used to living, we get used to life being a certain way, we get used to our routine. Nobody wakes up thinking about the fact that they can leave the earth that day, but it's definitely yeah. a chance that you can. And nobody also thinks about what them leaving the earth means for everybody else around them. You know, whether it be your children, whether it be a spouse, um, if your parents leave, what that means for you and your generations to come. And so, you know, we, we're living, we, we're, we're, we're in the process of living, but, but you said, you said it best. We're also in the process of dying. Right. Yeah. And it's very important um, for us to take that seriously, not just for ourselves, but for the people that we love. And so, you know, like, a goal that I think I, I have, honestly, is to sit down with my folks very soon and to talk through everything. To talk through, like, you know, is there a will that y'all have created? And I, and I think they've alluded to the fact that they have, but, like, we've never really sat down and gone through it, you know? So it's like, for one, I would be trying to figure out where it is to, to be, mm-hmm. you know, to begin with. Like, is there a company I need to be, you know, or a legal team that I need to be contacting to get a copy of it? Um, you know, is it a trust? Is it a will? What, like, what, what's the official format of it? You know, what's going to happen to y'all's property? There's so many questions that will mm-hmm. hit a person, especially at a point where they're potentially grieving, you know, the loss of someone too. And for me, you know, even this conversation alone is letting me know, man, like I need to make, I need to make that a priority. It, it, it has to be, it has to be a priority because what you just said is so important, right? People are trying to figure out all that information and they're grieving at the same time. Right. Like, because we know what it's like. Somebody, this is the, the process is if somebody dies, you instantly go into, okay, now I have to get this person, whether they want to be buried or they want to be cremated, whatever. You got to figure out that part first. Then you got to figure yeah. out how that's going to be paid. Then you got to figure out, like you said, house situations or other finances, like, medical bill like all of these things come into play and people the thing is that people don't realize this stuff don't when you die the only person that don't have to deal with it is the person that's dead (laughs) like everybody else got to deal with it you know what i'm saying and so they got to deal with what happens to all of this property out here what happens to these cars what happens to the, the finances what happens to the debt that person has to they got to know what to do with that and the only way, like one of the man, I, I um, I was I was listening to a, a audio book, and I, I do this all the time where I forget who who said <laughs> what, and I apologize because I can't quote them properly, but they said, man, the best gift that you can give somebody in death in death is the certainty that you wrote you you know how exactly how you want everything laid out. So like, imagine you passing and you had and the letter is, is handed over with details of everything. You ain't got to guess if this person wanted to be cremated or they want to be put in the ground. They told you right here on line one. Yeah. Line two, they told you this. 
here's the will line three they told you here all of this like when all of those things are done in detail the only thing left is for people to, to people might be upset but right. it's already documented you can be upset all you want to but it's documented it's there it ain't no it takes all the guesswork out we don't have to know like bro i mean all the way down to it's crazy but you you got to get so intentional about this stuff and i'm saying this with a double s work because some of this stuff i haven't done myself but all the way down to if you want your obituary done you already got a photo down to you for your obituary like because that that's something like we joke about that's, but that's, that's crazy we, who would even think to do that you, but you're right it's like we've all been to, to funerals and we see obituary pictures of folks who that picture 30 years old that person ain't looked like that for 25 30 years <laughs> right yeah 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 <laughs> give them like no this i man i took this picture yeah. in 95 i love this picture this is my picture i want it like if you when you get cynical like that and put it down to there like it may sound crazy now but i guarantee i've seen families argue over obituary pictures bro like in my family i've seen yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's, yeah. it's like no bro what are we doing it, it's, yeah. it's unnecessary when this person can tell you exactly what they want yeah. all the way down the line what you're alluding to is there's a responsibility of the person that's that's alive to mm -hmm. make things peaceful for the people that will mourn for them right mm -hmm. because at the end of the day death is going to cause so many emotions it's going to cause so many um i mean it's nobody's prepared for it nobody's usually like really ready to face it you know mm -hmm. nine times out of ten people are not ready to face that a loved one has passed on unless right. it's something that's very slow and they've kind of had a chance to process but what that does is it creates peace or at least more opportunities for peace for the people that you love you know like right right for my parents to take the time to sit down with me i'm the only child for one you know and, and for me i'm the only one that that is going to be able to help my mom or my dad should one of them pass home mm -hmm. so it will be a much more peaceful situation if I were able to kind of have a, you know, a level, a level head on, okay, let's say my father passes, God forbid, right? Mm -hmm. um, I can go sit with my mom and say, mom, like her mind is probably in a million places. I say, mom, all right, let me take care of this, this, that, because I know right. where it is already. Or even, let me make it even more personal. If I pass, my wife, who has four small children, mm -hmm doesn't have to think about a million different things along with the reality that these four small children still right. have to care And God forbid it happens anytime soon in a pandemic or something crazy, you know, but I'm just basically saying at the end of the day, if I do my due diligence now, it makes the process a lot more simple for the people that I love. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's crazy we've been having this and this conversation because it's just, Honestly, it's like a it's like a chin check for me. Even it's like okay, yeah, yeah, this is stuff that I need to handle ASAP. Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, man, our conversation, bro, they double edged swords because all of that stuff that that all of a sudden there are still some things that I know that I need to do. You know what I mean? And yeah. like it's just it's I mean it could be it's the smallest thing. Like, bro, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I have like several businesses that are either in rotation or starting up and i just realized that my wife don't have any of those passwords mm. yeah the simple things like if i if i clock out bro like 
all my business just gone because like she don't you know what i'm saying so it's, it's small things like that that we just got to do look we can keep going with this but um we and we might have to do a part two of this but look thank you for allowing me to talk because i needed that number one yeah, i definitely needed that but um black men think podcast man like make sure y'all continue to send those questions in we want to ask ask a black man and make sure that we uh handle those we got some things going on in the pipeline as well but hey subscribe rate and review the podcast and, and keep listening sharing man keep listening keep sharing so we'll see y'all next week <laughs>